0: Chris Galza here with Matt Howell. On this episode of The First Run, Matt and I are going to discuss Steve McQueen's latest film, Widows. It's supposed to be like the heist film of the last few years. Sorry, Logan Lucky and uh, uh, Ocean's 8. We're also going to talk about the sequel, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Rickett Ralph. Is I think Matt is it fair to say that's a, a fan favorite of this show? I know I certainly love that first one. You saw?
1: I very much enjoy *Wreck-It Ralph*. I thought it was quite good.
0: So Disney Animation, not Pixar. Disney Animation returns with the sequel, and then of course it's that time of year where we're gonna do our 2018 holiday gift guide for the movie lover in your life. So <laughs> it's woo, woo, it's gonna be a good one. So let's hear a clip from *Widows*. Our go-date is in three days, the night of the debate. Now, all of our work is worth nothing if we don't move
1: this money in fast. The notebook says $5 million. That's exactly the amount of money Mulligan was accused of taking in commission kickbacks. So over here, we have $2 million. 20 Tupperware boxes. Each box has $100,000 and $100 bills. It weighs 44 pounds. Now, over here, we have $2 million. 40 Tupperware boxes. Each box has $50,000 and $50 bills. It weighs 88 pounds. I feel like I'm in school. Tell me about it. We got to start thinking like professionals. We're in business together. There's not going to be some cozy reunion. After this job, we're done. We have three days to look and move like a team of men. The best thing we have going for us is being who we are. Why? Because no one thinks we have the balls to pull this off.
0: So, as usual, Matt, every episode is mastered for a particular listening experience, and of course, this episode is best to listen to while plotting a heist after your significant other has been murdered. <laughs> I know that's very particular, but it's still, that is the best way to handle it, though I don't recommend you set those wheels in motion. Right. So Just Matt, let it happen naturally. Yes, it happen exactly. <laughs> So why don't you t- tell the fine folks at home, on the road, at the gym, wherever they may be, what is Widows all about? Sure.
1: So um, Viola Davis um, plays Amanda. No, Veronica, excuse me. Um, and uh, she's married to Liam Neeson. Turns out that Liam Neeson is a thief, and he is killed along with um, his crew, um, stealing money from a dangerous gangster. Um, said gangster shows up. Threatens uh Veronica and says that he she owes the money that his her husband stole from, from him, and uh she enlists the help of the other widows to get it back.
0: Succinct and well told. Mm. So we've had a rush of heist films as of late, like, as I said, Logan Lucky and then of course Ocean's Eight. Steve McQueen, though, I think you know what? I don't know where you land on Mr. McQueen. He's top shelf for me. All right. I think 12 Years a Slave is an instant classic. And then um, what else has he done? The the film Shame, which is just a, that's a one-timer, a tough fit, tough sit, I should say. His first film, I believe too, his first feature, was it, was it Hunger? Basically that's what launched Fassbender, Michael Fassbender's career. We watched it for the show too. There you go. And so he, I mean, I think he is top tier.
1: Mm. um yeah I really enjoyed hunger but I haven't seen shame um and I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen 12 years of slave either I may have to Whoa. turn on my card but uh you know I, I'm just never as I get older I just I'm not really much in the mood to be depressed and hate humanity so I'm trying to avoid certain things
0: i've I've described 12 years of slave as the, as the most beautiful horrific film you will ever see mm. but uh I still maybe when you're you're with the family for Christmas you can yeah,
1: check this out yeah, I be like hey Mom, dad, let's watch this. Go Happy rent holidays. the house that Jack
0: built. And yeah. then maybe, um, I don't know, hereditary. Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, all right. Well, we're at a bit of a disadvantage. You haven't seen 12 years, nor have you seen Shame. But that's fine. Right. That's fine. That's fine. So this film has gotten a lot of buzz, Matt. The kids at home, all the, big, all the most important people are saying that Widows is a fantastic film and just is filled with oscar potential nominations where did you come down on widows i'm curious because this may make or break the show go ahead oh really
1: it may make or break the show oh boy that's a lot of pressure (laughs) um yeah so um i'm gonna come down on the side of uh the most important people i guess i really thoroughly enjoyed this film Mm -hmm. um i thought it was quite good although as is my way i do have a big butt to this um if you're comparing this to the other heist films in the fast in the past, a lot of the ones that we really like, yeah. your Ocean Elevens, your Logan Lucky's, um, this is missing a certain degree of fun. Um, it doesn't have that kind of caperish fun aspect oh, to it. It's deadly not. serious through this whole thing. Um, and interesting enough, um, McQueen wrote this story with Jillian uh, Flynn, who is the same. Mm-hmm woman who did uh, uh gone girl um and it's definitely got that kind of um i hesitate to say modern noir but I, I can't think of a better thing off the top of my head but it's definitely got that sense of kind of just like crappiness of real life kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. and, it's got, and don't get me wrong the performances are fantastic the movie is fantastic to watch um and it's a very engrossing heist film it's just, yeah. it's just if you're expecting that kind of lighthearted fun let's see how they pull off the caper kind of thing you're going to be sorely disappointed.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely isn't that at all. But I don't think it's to the film de- film's detriment. I mm. don't think it's any less of an, of an enjoyable, well, and any less of a viewing experience because it doesn't have a lot of jokes and gags interspersed throughout its ample running time. But uh, I think this thing, man, I struggle to come up with a film that's been more perfectly cast recently, you know, that I can think of. I mean, Viola Davis is fantastic in this. Liam Neeson, Michelle Rodriguez, Colin Farrell. One of my favorites in this is uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who <laughs> he plays the uh, basically the brother of the of the gentleman running for the alderman, and he is his enforcer as well. But um, you'll recognize him basically. He was uh, in Scario, You know, Get Out. I think really probably is what he's best known for at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther. So, uh, but still. Man, I'm telling you about this is I can't remember the last time I walked out of a theater thinking, oh man, I just I did not want this to end. I really I think the characters are so well developed, right? And each character is so well defined and performed that I just wanted to see what was next in all these characters' lives. Will it be as dynamic as what McQueen unfolds for us? No, probably not. But it's still the thing is so riveting and you get so involved and so entranced. I just really I was desperate to see what would be the next chapter, you know, in this city and these people's lives. I mean, that's how well it's written, I think, with him and uh, uh, Jillian Flynn.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it is it is a riveting film. Um, You know, I think. I would hesitate to say that I couldn't wait for it to end. I mean, I thought it was perfectly encapsulated the way it was. I wouldn't want to see any more of this. Um, it's well, a long story,
0: but I'd be interested in another chapter in these people's lives.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe it could be done, I guess. Um,
0: but yeah, I, uh, I totally agree
1: with you. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a long film. It's a, it's a, it, it, they give it room to breathe and it's, uh, it's to its benefit.
0: And I want to say too, this also, this film, McQueen, queen balances and introduces a lot of different su- uh, uh, subjects in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to, though not as fantastical as Assassination Nation, uh, right. but there are a lot of heavy themes that he plays with in this thing. And I think that's one of the big strengths. He is able to expertly balance all of this stuff. It is one of the more relevant heist films I've seen. You, you couple this with Assassination Nation, which is a very, very different film. Mm. Uh, And then um, uh, uh, what is the um, Boots Riley's movie? Why am I blanking on the title? Oh, uh, uh, thank you. you Sorry to bother you.
1: Sorry to bother you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. So we've had a lot of smart films this year. And I think this is, I actually think this is the best of all of them. I mean, he bites off a lot here, but I think he's able to chew it all. Mm. And I mean, he covers female empowerment. And right. You have thrills and suspense. There's turns, double crosses and uh, just the urban blight, race politics, there's noir. I'm. It just, like I said, I didn't want this thing to end. I wanted to spend the weekend with these characters in this film. I mean, yeah. it, and, and, and then he really makes some bold choices in this. And the, the way just the film opens with a mixed race couple that are middle-aged, I mean, with some serious tongue action by Liam in this thing, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it is... I don't know. I just I thoroughly enjoyed this thing, and again, it's not doing particularly well. It's currently under it's underperforming, and it is a damn shame that we people are going to see some others. i like, Fantastic Beasts is doing pretty well. Oh, by the way, not to just to get off a tangent, Venom worldwide box office beat Wonder Woman and Guardians of the Galaxy
1: last week. Wow, I still haven't seen Venom. <laughs>
0: Good God. Anyway, let's get back to the subject in hand. Sluts. Windows. Widows. Windows. Windows, <laughs> Windows. the, uh, the uh, radio guy from The Thing.
1: Hey, that's exactly where I was going with that, too.
0: <laughs> but Steve McQueen, I think, delivers another top-notch entertaining film. And I think this is a must-see. Go to see this in the theater, folks. You will not be disappointed. This is a throwback to those kind of 70s um uh Sydney kind of just instant classics I really think it's that good uh, I'm giving uh widows an a minus I think May- if I had any issues I felt that there were some points where the pacing didn't quite work but just fleeting fleeting moments when um, I had uh, maybe one or two things where I'm like yeah this I don't think this particular moment really works but right. when the film when the film hits it it, it knocks you on your ass Right. So, um, there's a couple of scenes, obviously you don't want to be spoilers where I actually gasped in the theater.
1: <gasps> did you, did you clutch your pearls when Basically, it happened?
0: I did. <laughs> he, God, he, the way he deftly just, just focuses your attention on what he wants you to see. And there's obviously there's the, the, uh, illustration of all the shots of, of mirrors, right. in the different angles. And I mean, there's just so much going on in this thing. I think it demands repeat viewing. So again, a minus for me for widows
1: um yeah i give it an a minus as well i i'm with you i'm not really surprised that the box office take isn't that because this is a this is a certainly has a niche appeal kind of thing um it doesn't scream wide audience but if it has you know i think we've seen a lot of smart films but i was thinking about this earlier mm-hmm. i was like what are going to be the oscar films this year nothing immediately left to mind although we're still got but we don't have a whole lot of the year left so i'm kind of kind of wondering Where what we're to there be. um but I think, you know, once this kind of – I think this will get some act, acting buzz. I think it will get some nominations. So when that happens, I think people will catch up with it. So I guess better late than never. But everybody should go check this out.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and another thing, too. How about um, uh, McQueen's decision, too, to show Elizabeth Debicki, right? This tall – what is she coming to Like 6'2"? How she towers everybody. But like I think everything that – from what I've read, every other film or role that she's been in, they've hidden her height he's oh, okay. like let's just do this all right let's lay it all out we're just gonna show you and you know it's just that was one of the moments i had an issue with with her doing some of that stuff there's no way that woman's not gonna stand out in your mind you know <laughs> if some, if you're investigating yeah there was a six foot two um blonde model-esque woman here in in chicago that um was buying some guns yeah yeah but still Perfectly cast, fantastic decisions, and McQueen orchestrates this thing just perfectly. Okay. Widows, not windows. Just an email, feedback at thefirstrun.com. As always, we would love to hear your thoughts. Let's move on and talk about what's coming up on Blu-ray and DVD this upcoming Tuesday. But first, here's a clip from one of the better releases. Since
1: this mall opened... C.R. Anthony, J.C. Penney, and even Duke and Ayers have all pulled out of downtown Virgil. Shoppers here will go wherever the bargains are, wherever it's convenient to shop. They don't care if they shop in a funky old building downtown or in a clean, modern place like this. See, they're wise to advertise claims. In a place like this, they can comparison shop.
0: Everybody could hardly wait until the mall opened.
1: Said Margie Ortiz.
0: I go there just about every weekend. So the two of
1: the other girls from work. See? I told you.
0: There you go, Matt. That is, of course, a clip from True Stories being released from the Criterion Collection. That is the sole feature film effort by musician David Byrne. I've always been kind of a, I don't know, a a hovering Talking Heads David Byrne fan. I have a couple of his solo albums. I have a few of the uh, Talking Heads albums and the Greatest Hits. And I recently just kind of dove in a few months ago into all of his work and just appreciating it more and more. So, um, in fact, I did I saw him in concert here about a month month and a half ago, and it was a fantastic show. Touring his new album, America Utopia. I don't know if he's still touring, but if you get a chance in your area to see it, it is quite an experience. So Criterion is releasing True Stories, includes a brand new 4K transfer. And a whole bunch of featurettes, including a new documentary about the film's production. And I believe they just released the first full version of the soundtrack like a week ago as well, to correspond with the release of the film on Blu-ray from Criterion. The John Cho film Searching is being released as well. Includes some uh, featurettes about some of the Easter eggs in the movie, audio commentary as well. we were both big fans of Searching, correct? Yeah. Good. There's a film called uh, The Little Stranger with uh, Domna Gleeson. This guy is kind of a gothic horror film is being released. Got a limited theatrical run here. It's out for a few weeks. I wanted to check out check it out, but I never got a chance to catch up with it. But now it's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, the new, I believe it was a TV version. I don't know if it was Australia or in, in the UK. But Picnic and Hanging Rock starring Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones is being released. Blue Underground is releasing a brand new 4K restoration from the original camera negative of Zombie, Lucio Fulci, Fulci's mm-hmm. classic zombie film, the unofficial sequel kind of Tonight Night of the Living Dead. And uh, includes the full uncut presentation of the film, uh, new audio commentary, a new making of featurette featuring some new interviews, and a bonus CD featuring the soundtrack from the film. I bought it when Blue Underground released this about four years ago. And from what I understand, this new transfer is supposed to be stellar. So if you're Mm. a fan of Zombie, you may want to consider upgrading. I don't know if I will. Um, Part of the charm of of these movies, too, is the low quality sometimes of the films, right? So uh, I'm still on the fence on that. Criterion is also releasing Orson Welles' Magnificent Ambersons, boasting a brand-new 4K restoration with the uncompressed monorail soundtrack, two audio commentaries, new interviews, a couple video essays, interview uh, with Orson Welles on The Dick Cavett Show from 1970, and a bunch of other stuff. Arrow is releasing the Robert Altman classic, Gosford Park, featuring a new 2K restoration from a 4K scan and a brand new whole bunch of featurettes, including 15 deleted scenes with optional commentary from the director himself. And the first pressing has an illustrated collector's booklet featuring new writing on the film. MVD, uh, which has been releasing kind of these more smaller, well, I don't know if I should say that, but cult films from the 80s and 90s. They're releasing Basic Instinct 2, including the original R theatrical version and the unrated extended cut, as well as an audio commentary by the director and 10 deleted scenes and an alternate ending. Scream Factory is releasing a box set of Critters, all the films. Matt, have you ever... I have never seen a Critters movie. Have you?
1: Uh, yes, I have seen definitely the first one and I think the second one as well.
0: Yeah. Okay, so there's, it's, I think there's, there's is there three of them. There's four. All right, yeah. and they're all here. Now, if there are other Critters movies... Pardon my ignorance, ignorance, people, but you're going to get all four films that I know of in this set. Includes a new take 2K remasters of the movies, uh, new audio commentaries as well, and some other featurettes. So um, I should clarify too, Critters 3 and 4 do not appear to have 2K masters, probably just regular upgrades to that Blu-ray. Altman's other, f- another Altman film, Brewster McCloud is being released starring Bud Court and Sally Kellerman. There's a double feature of Munchies and Munchie being released together. You remember Munchies, which is kind of that cool yeah. E.T. kind of rip-off thing? Yeah, there were, so, there were a lot of those. Gremlins. Thanks, Munchies. Well, that's, getting, that's coming out as well. MVD is also releasing Memories of Me, starring Billy Crystal and Alan King. And then there is the 4K release of Philadelphia, Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington. So you can get that on 4K finally. Your straight-to-DVD pick of the week is going to be Ouija Death Trap. High school student Raven decides to reconnect with her elementary school friends, Coda, William, and Jessica, by bringing them to her new workplace, the legendary and allegedly haunted Shadowview Manor. They decide to attempt some amateur paranormal investigating, but after playing with a Ouija board, the teens discover that the stories are true, and spirits they have awakened are very real. Cashing in, of course, on our boy Flanagan's rejuvenation of the Ouija franchise. I guess we're going to keep seeing these damn Ouija movies. Hey, man, that second one was good. Damn was. So what else should we be streaming this week?
1: Oh, man. I've been waiting for this. So um, Amazon Prime, they are killing it right now. So I'm going to throw out a bunch of suggestions for you. And you're just going to have to bear with me. So there is a nice trifecta of really trash cinema. And there's some quality trash cinema on uh, Amazon Prime. But I'm going to recommend our boy Charlton. Um, you can watch Soylent Green. Green. Followed up by the Omega Man and something completely different, a really cheesy 80s slasher film with a really terrific ending that still creeps me out just looking at it. Sleepaway Camp. But, oh. but the oh. real thing that I'm super excited about for this, and I've wanted to catch this movie for a long time, um, and I finally caught up with it, and it is fantastic. Um, Badlands is actually available mm. on on Prime. It's uh, Terrence Malick's first movie, um, starring Martin Sheen and Sissy Spaceback as a. Uh, Lovers who kind of tear on a crime spree across uh, the Midwest. And it is fantastic. So if you haven't seen it, you should
0: check it out. That's good. So I want to bring something to your attention too. The AV Club today on Twitter posted an article about Canopy. Are you familiar with Canopy? I am not. Oh, wait. Yes. I read about this earlier today, but continue. I, I did not know this even existed. I don't know if my library participates. I hope it does. But it's basically a free streaming service for classic and great films. I mean, Matt, I'm looking at this right now. There's Criterion stuff. There's a bunch of document Like, I Am Not Your Negro. I am desperate to see that. That's on here. Mm-hmm. Um, what We Do in the Shadows. Anita. Uh, the, a Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. A bunch of Criterion stuff. And I think the big thing... It's the, almost the entire A24 library is available on this thing. And it is free with your library card. All you need to do is sign up, put in your library card. And if your library participates, you can stream this on Roku and Apple TV, Google Play. I, I just, I am shocked that I didn't know about this. So, uh, I'm going to be signing up for this as soon as possible. And they have a streaming service for kids as well. Wendy and Lucy is on here. La Ventura. I mean, ugh, there is so much great stuff on this thing. So, make sure you check that out right away. Do hey, it. The A24 library, Matt. I know. Pete's All mm-hmm. All right. So, let's move, go ahead and move on then. Let's talk about the sequel to one of my favorite animated films of the past five five years. It's five years, right? Five years? We'll say five years. Here's a clip. Um, oh! uh, hi. <laughs> whoa, whoa, ladies, I can explain. See, um, I- I'm a princess too. Wait, what? Yeah, Princess Vanellope Von Schweetz of the uh, Sugar Rush Von Schweetzes. I'm sure you've heard of us, so it'd be embarrassing
1: for you if you haven't. <laughs> huh. What kind of a princess are you? What kind? Do you have magic hair?
0: No. Magic hands? No. Do animals talk to you? No. Were you poisoned? No. Cursed? No. Kidnapped Kidnapped or enslaved? No, are you guys okay? Should I call the police? Then I have
1: to assume you made a deal with an underwater sea witch where she took your voice in exchange for a pair of human legs? No. Good (gasps) lord, who would do that? Have you ever had true love's kiss? Ew, barf! Do you have daddy issues? I don't even have a mom. Neither do we. And now for the million-dollar question. Do people assume all your problems got solved because a big, strong man showed up? Yes! What is up with that? She, she is a princess! A princess.
0: <laughs> so, of course, that's a clip from Ralph Breaks the Internet featuring Sarah Silverman. And basically what all the Disney princesses, right? Including Vanelle P. Von Schweetz, because she is officially a Disney princess. Oh, is she? Yes. Good for, Good for her. So this time, Ralph is desperate to maintain his friendship with Vanelpi because she's kind of mad. She's tired of running the same race, and she wants to expand her world, right? And then so Ralph says, well, no, he basically does some modifications to her game that causes a critical error and breaks her game, mm-hmm. and they need a special part they can only get off of eBay. So they venture forth into the internets, which is, from what I understand, a series of tubes. And then go on an adventure and attempt to get that part to save her game. But Matt, this film is about so much more. It is. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, So, Chris, I really, really wanted to like this film a lot. Um, I really enjoyed the original Wreck-It Ralph. And this is good in parts, but I didn't find myself consistently enjoying it and laughing with it um, as much as I did from the original and I think it has I'm trying to put my finger on what it is because I think the message is solid but I think this film tries to do too much and it's very interesting that you played that clip of the uh, Vanellope interacting with the Disney princesses Mm -hmm. because that entire sequence just did not work for me it was Mm. not funny um interesting it really wasn't that great um I mean it had some cute moments and it had some parts that were kind of like you know um like yeah haha but it wasn't it wasn't anything funny to me I don't I don't know um I, I just I don't I think this thing uh, kind of collapsed under the weight of its own ambition I think it just tried to do too much um it would have helped if it was a little more focused
0: yeah so two things one I agree with you conceptually about what you're talking about but B, you're wrong about that particular scene. Um, I think it's one of the better scenes in the film. The problem for me with that scene is it was spoiled because it was released a while ago, and yeah. I, I was already familiar with it. But still, it's still enjoyable, and there's a more expanded interactions between all of them as well that I think is is pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think it's a little heavy on the messaging. Now, I think it's a great message. Right. But I think it attempts to get to a rather complex subject and and, and, and illustrate it for an all-ages audience. And I just don't know if it's successful enough in that endeavor. It's similar to Inside Out, right? Because Inside Out did a brilliant job of illustrating kind of what feelings are and how right. to handle them. And right. this one is more about, uh, well, I mean... I'm trying to say the best way to say this without sounding too... Um, I don't know. How would you put it? I don't want to sound too... Uh... Oh, let's put it this way. There's been a blowback in certain <laughs> corners of the internet, particularly in the alt-right, it's about it being too SJWE, right? And it being too much focused on um, male... What's the word I'm looking for, man Male insecurities? Yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: I mean I think honestly I would kind of go the opposite direction of that obviously is that I think if they had kind of more focused that message on what it was about because it kind of wrapped up they kind of came, it, I don't know it just it just I saw you know kind of the the end of the film what they were trying to go with doesn't really mesh with like the beginning th- the middle three quarters of it you know is it just doesn't tie together to me I didn't
0: I don't I didn't have that issue with it I just felt that it maybe didn't handle as deftly as it could have the core moral message it was attempting to deliver. No, I,
1: I agree with that, but I think the way to solve that would have been more focused on that message as a, and get rid of some of the more strenuous G whiz and, stuff.
0: Or and instead of the, the final confrontation and what happens to Ralph, which let's be clear, folks, if you really spend a minute thinking about it is downright disturbing. I mean, <laughs> that is a, Cthulhuian kind of weird monster ending that is this writhing almost sallow kind of esque thing yeah at the end which really just was it was for me a little unsettling i gotta i gotta be honest with you it was downright disturbing yeah yeah still it's and here's the thing right i i i enjoyed the film but it's not quite as amusing or as fun as the first one it's just not yeah, And I and I think that maybe that more and Johnston, the directors, maybe unlike McQueen, who was able to chew everything he bit off, I don't know if Moore and Johnston were as, as successful, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot of fun at times. It had some interesting moments, and I appreciated the message. Mm-hmm. I just wish they could have handled it a little more deftly than they do.
1: Yeah, I think they were kind of torn between, let's make a clever joke about the internet and kind of uh, technology and all that kind of stuff, but also let's then – pivot to this this heady message that's, frankly, a little complicated for a kid's film. It's not quite as, you know, focused yeah. as the first one was, where it's kind of something you, basic you can understand. Um, and, I yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a good way to put it. They bit off more than they can chew. A for effort, guys, but execution didn't work out as quite like you hoped it would.
0: You know, another thing, too, I thought was, I mean, I smarter people than me can figure this out. But I felt even the product placement, portion of it was really much more forced than -hmm. it was in the original film. When they get into the internet and you see the different, uh, uh, icons of commerce and capitalism there, I, I, I just, I just, it's like the Googles and the Amazons and all that stuff. It seemed much more almost like paid product placement than it did, uh just a washing yourself and nostalgia you kind of like what the first film did i guess maybe that's show, right? because the first one was focused on the video games and the characters and this one we're actually right. dealing with entities and businesses and corporations right so yeah that didn't really work for me as much either yeah there's a lot that didn't work
1: just again there's just they just tried to cram too many messages in here you know yeah People are mean to you on the internet, you know, you got to let your friends go and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's like, where are you going with this? Like what, pick a, pick a, pick a message and just deliver there guys. That's yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still enjoyed it and I think the animation is top shelf as always Yeah, still uh, amusing and funny enough for me, man, I'm giving Ralph Bick's internet a B.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be B minus
0: C plus from you
1: here. Yeah, I'm thinking B minus. I'm going to be a little generous and give it a B minus. Um, but on a bad day, you could if it was a if I was in a worse mood, I could go C plus pretty easily. But yeah, I think B minus.
0: Hmm. Still, John C. Riley, great. Gal Gadot. Too excuse me, it is Gadot. Forgive me. Oh, it is I wasn't Gadot. sure if it was Gal Gadot, but it is indeed her. So uh... who was she? Oh, she was. Uh, um, Shank.
1: Shank. Right. Yes, Shank. So.
0: Good times. If you had a chance to see Ralph Breaks the Internet, shoot us an email at feedback at run.com. We really petered out there, didn't we? We did.
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Professionalism. It is. It is. We are not hacks. All right. We're going to talk about now one of my favorite segments that we do on this show every year, which is our holiday gift guide. And listen, um, this listen. I'm about to play you one of the weirdest clips that you will ever hear on this. It's just, it's kind of out of left field, but it'll, it'll all make sense. So in, enjoy this. Listen, put it this way. If my father ever actually listens to the show, he is going to be delighted. So, take a listen. Rose, it is not here. Look again, it has to be. Rose, I have read every want ad in the paper. Mine is not here. Are you sure you dropped it off at the newspaper office? Dorothy, you told me exactly what you wanted me to do a dozen times. Any idiot could have done I know, honey, but you were the only one going downtown. (laughs) Are you sure that you dropped it off at the newspaper office? Yes, six people already called while you were out. Hey, give that to me. I'll
1: try and find it for you.
0: Dorothy? Have we met? Not yet. I'm here because of your ad in the paper, willing to do anything, $8 an hour, no job too big or small. Yes, yes, of course, please
1: come in. I'm sorry, I didn't expect people to actually come here. I just figured, you know, that I would be
0: going to them. That's the way it'll work in the future, when my video camera gets back from the shop. (laughs) So tell me, what type of work is it that you need done, Mr. um, Toto? Mr. Toto. Oh, no, mister, just Toto. You're Dorothy. (laughs) And I'm Toto. (laughs) At least for the next $8. So there you go. That is a clip from The Golden Girls. My father used to love that show. I think mutual friend of the show, Carrie, I think she's a big fan of that show as well. I think most women of a certain age are a big big fan of The Golden Girls. So that's my first recommendation for you. It's a twofer because I like to cheat. So, it's going to be the Golden Girls edition of Clue, which is available on Amazon, which I think would be a lot of fun to see that, you know, Rose killed somebody with a candlestick in the uh, library. I don't know. There's something about that (laughs) that I find (laughs) intensely amusing. And the other thing, too, available on Amazon is uh, the human centipede. ugly Christmas sweater. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's just all Santas linked so if you want to really disturb people at your at your holiday party at work this year. Yeah, yeah. The human we
1: have a, an ugly Christmas sweater party at work. I think I'll forego that one. I try and be pretty clever, but I'm going to skip that one.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right, what do you got?
1: Um, all right, well, I'm going to cheat a little bit too. And fun fact, um, the Golden Girls were actually supposed to be in uh, Ralph Brace the Internet, but they were cut. Okay. Ah. Anyway, um, so I, I'm going to break the rules here and just have an honorable mention. I really wanted to include this, but um, IFC has a film center in New York City, mm. um, and they actually sell uh, something called Cinemetal t-shirts, and they are freaking awesome. It's my number uh, four. It was your number four. Okay. Uh, but the reason I didn't include it is because you can only get them at the actual IFC center in New York. So that kind of limited it for me. So, But I did want to throw it out there for anybody who's close to the big album. What app. are you talking about? You can buy
0: them online, brother.
1: I was just on their website. It says you can't, and there's no link to it either. I'm on cinemetalshirts.com. See, I went to IFC merchandise and they are not there.
0: No, there's, I I may get the carpenter. Carpenters shirt. (laughs)
1: Carpenters (laughs)
0: shirt. So it's, it's, they live Uh characters, but as the carpenters. Oh, there's the Almodovar Aerosmith shirt, the Bellatar Black Flag, the uh, De Palma Def Leppard, Fassbender, um, Metallica. My favorite though is the Herzog Danzig shirt. I actually they had this at the at the um, draft house that I was at in the Carolinas a while back. Yeah, and I they didn't have my size unfortunately, or I would have bought it for sure. And also Man. the Kubrick Craftwork. Is a, a good one. I and mean, of course, the the Von Trier Van Halen, though, yeah, the Von Trier hot. stuff that news that's come out makes me feel a little icky about that. <laughs> Yudorowski Judas Priest. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff. So, yeah, no, go to the, sh- the site itself okay. Metal t shirts.com. So, cinem- so, it's Cinema, like cinemas, and then Metal t shirts. Free shipping on all U.S. domestic orders, Matt. And the go. shirts are about thirty bucks, so right. you can Very still good. pick them up. Very good.
1: All right. Well, then I'm going to continue here. Um, I'm going to steal some more of Chris's thunder. You ready? Because I know this is going to be on the list. Don't do it. Um, so with uh, Film Truck being gone, <sighs> wah, wah, come on,
0: okay. man.
1: <laughs> do, you yeah. want to, do you want me to? Do you want me to stop? because it's going to be your number one
0: basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll stop. So (laughs) then my number or whatever number we're at, um, on, I'm going to go for a twofer of a pair of books that you can get on amazon.com. You can have, um, eat what you watch, a cookbook for movie lovers along with cocktails of the movies. Um, so, they have recipes of things that obviously appeared in famous movies. You can get a recipe for such things as the Big Kahuna Burger, as well as the Dude's White Russian from the Big Lebowski. Um, they each have anecdotes in our kind of glossy coffee table-sized book. So maybe not super practical as a cookbook, but a neat little thing for somebody who likes to eat and drink and watch movies, which that should be everybody who's listening to this show.
0: I like that, making my own Big Kahuna Burger. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, so you ruined my cinematical t-shirts. You've blown my number one, basically.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go very
0: far. We're Skip. fine.
1: We're fine. Whatever, man.
0: You ruined my holiday. All right, Matt. What is the most entertaining action franchise of the past fifteen years? John Wick. No, 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 no. More than it's two
1: films. Fast and the Furious. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. More
0: come... than two films.
1: Oh, uh, Mission Impossible.
0: Yes. And now you can buy, well, actually, I think it's next week, you can get the Mission Impossible box set in 4K. Mm -hmm. Every single Mission Impossible film, each one is good. Part two is the weakest of the series, but it's still good. Mm. And if you buy it as part of this set, Matt, you get the Ethan Hunt case file for a limited time, which takes you inside Ethan Hunt's most impossible missions. So I am not gonna upgrade because I own them all on Blu-ray, and I just last week pre-ordered. Well, actually, had Black Friday because it was cheap, it was only twenty bucks for the 4K. I pre-ordered Fallout. Mm. So now's your chance, though. If you haven't, if you don't own any of the Mission Impossible discs, you will not be disappointed. You haven't really lived until you've seen Tom Cruise run with arms just, just chopping. That's right. There you go. Those arms. <laughs> so that's my number three is the Mission Impossible 4K box set.
1: Okay. So my next one is a streaming service. Um, and we may have more than one of those on the list. We'll see. Um, but this one is uh, Shudder. Um, it's a horror movie only um, streaming service. But why I'm throwing it out there is because it's super cheap, y'all. For less than $50 for the entire year, you can get access to all kinds of um, horror films from classics to um, absolute trash that everybody loves. So if you've sh- if you a- got a horror fan in your life, for $47.99 for 12 months of streaming goodness, you can sign them up for Shudder.
0: I think they're about to get Mandy too, like really mm-hmm. soon. So that's a good chance to check it out. Yeah, I think I've mentioned Shudder in the past. That's why I didn't bring it up. But... Good probably time. have, you probably have. So my number two, and I'm excited to announce that I'm getting this for Christmas. <gasps> How do you already know? Because I had to buy it. No. Oh. <laughs> because it was part of the Criterion sale at uh, Barnes and Noble, where you get fifty percent off, and then another ten percent off if you're a member, which is, I think, the only way you can justify the three hundred dollar price tag.
1: Hmm.
0: But it's the Igmar Bergman collection, Mm. which includes 39 of his films, as well as a gorgeous 248-page book. Matt, this thing is massive. Yeah. And it's set up like a film festival with opening and closing nights, bookending, double features, and centerpieces that in this selection spans six decades— it includes Seven Seal*, *Persona*, *Fanny* and *Alexander*, both theatrical television mov- versions, *Dreams*, *The Right*, *Brink of Life*, uh, which are all films that were previously unavailable. Uh, new transfers, I believe, as well of *The Seven Seal* and um, some other ones. I'm blanking. *Virgin Spring*. So just classic stuff. I my Bergman, ex- uh, you know, experience has been rather limited. I think I've only seen three or four of his movies. So I am stoked to be able to be getting this for Christmas. So, but it's my number two, the criterion sale runs until December 2nd. So if you only want to pay one fifty for a $300 set, now's your time. There you go. Very
1: good. All right. So my next, uh, I like to throw out, uh, movie decorations. If you're watching this, um, you can see Chris, he's got stuff in his house right there. Um, that he shows his love of film. Um, but, uh, Society six, which is kind of like an Etsy sort of for artists that can put up their own designs for shirts and and prints and things like that. And a particular store by the guy goes by the name of Art Boy Vince. Um, he's a Dutch artist based in Amsterdam and he makes some fantastic minimalist movie posters and art prints. Um, they run the gamut from $10 to a poster from up to a For a poster to about $65 for a canvas print Um, and they run they they run from classics like it's a wonderful life um, and the godfather to absolute necessities that I think I might have to own such as um, blazing saddles um, ferris bueller's day off or the absolute my absolute favorite is Cool Runnings. Um, and the Cool Running one looks pretty dope. So go out and check them out. If you have a, a room to decorate um, for the movie lover in your life, go out and get check these out because they are really cool art prints. I'll
0: have to check that out. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that as well. So I'll have to look into that. What was the other site too? I think I mentioned it a couple of years ago where it's the, um, the chart site where they do posters. and They do charts of different events and films and uh, pop I've, chart or something like that. That's right. So yeah, that's another cool one. All right, Matt. So, why don't you tell everybody at home what's my number one? Uh, <laughs> so your, your honorable mention for some reason.
1: It wasn't my honorable mention. What I was, was gonna. Five? I was gonna. No, I was gonna combine them together as a, as streaming services with number three. But and I was just doing it early because I had a feeling we were gonna double up. But here we go. Um, so, Filmstruck, Chris, mm-hmm. is on the way out. It's done, yep. and everybody's really bummed about this. But don't despair folks, the criterion collection is coming up with its own streaming service. And for right now you can become a charter subscriber. Um, it, you know, first in line for this and you'll get a reduced subscription fee for the first, Oh, for the entire life of your subscription, as long as it's active. Um, yeah. so you'll pay only 99, 999 a month or eighty-nine ninety-nine a year. Um, about, uh, 20% less than anybody else. will. so you should definitely check it out if you're into that.
0: You know what? That was one of the big things too. So this Christmas I had said I am going to get a Filmstruck subscription. That's like my one of the big gift I want. Obviously after the there's the Bergman box that I wanted and then the other big thing too, though separate for movies, is the David Bowie Loving the Alien, which is the pop eighties part of his sure. career. That that set came out, which has some great stuff in it, if you're not familiar. First off, the eighties albums have finally been remastered, but it includes a reimagining of Never Let Me Down where they took Bowie's vocals and then re-recorded all the music. And then a whole bunch of, uh, two new live albums that had never been released. Well, one of them, I think one on DVD, the other one not. And then um, some other remixes and a bunch of other stuff. So those were what I wanted. But the other thing was going to be Filmstruck. And then they announced, what, it's been about a month now, that uh, they were shutting it down because Warner is a greedy ass bitch on me. <laughs> And they're gonna try and go a different route with their, their streaming. So Criterion has picked up the flag and they're running with it and they're gonna offer their own streaming services, Matt said. And I've already signed up to be a charter member. And I think at some point early 2019 is when they're gonna hit you up and say, All right, well, if you're in, you're in. Let's let's time the sign the pay time to pay. So I think it's is it March twenty nineteen when they think they'll be up? I can't remember. But early nineteen. And as Matt said, 90 bucks a year. I think I'm finally going to pull the trigger. And also too, it'll stop. I, here's the thing I wonder about. Will I buy any more criterions after that?
1: Mm. I think there'll be a select few that you will just because you really want them on the disc or Blu-ray or whatever, but physical
0: media is still King. That's true. But
1: I think you'll be much more selective because you'll see the ones that like you have never seen before and you just want to check out. So you buy them. Um, You'll be able to stream them, and you will. You'll be able to put them in a queue and then never watch them, just like you never watch the ones that you buy. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. There is a bunch of stuff that I've I've purchased too. Like, man, I'll never have another opportunity to see this unless I buy it. Well, that may no longer be the case. Right. All right. That's my number one. You got one more?
1: No. That's that's it. Yeah. I shuffled things around because I combined Shutter and and Criterion Collection together.
0: Right, 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 right. Good times. Well, those are mm-hmm. your, your list, folks. If you're wondering what to get the movie you love in your life, I think you're covered. Mm-hmm. If we're missing anything, if you have other suggestions, shoot us an email at feedback at the first And we'll, of course, post them on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, that's where you can find us as well. You can watch a recording of the show on YouTube. Sometimes you can watch the actual, like us talking back and forth. Other times I just load up an audio clip, depending on my mood. Hmm. A boy can change You're a fickle his mind. man. That's right. And I'm also slowly loading older shows into the YouTube channel as well. So you can check those out. And I've actually started to curate them and make playlists. Like there is a superhero playlist right now in our YouTube channel. So oh. if you want to hear or watch our discussions of every superhero movie we've talked about, well, it's a playlist for you. And you can That's skip right through it.
1: That's got to be a long playlist. it It, it <laughs> is.
0: So, as always, shoot us an email, feedback at thefirstrun.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Twitter, as we said, Instagram, Facebook. Scroll, 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 scroll. Eventually, you will find us. Go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. And I will, of course, read it on the air. Next week, Matt, I'm going to let you choose what we're going to do. I am going to see Creed Two and Fantastic Beasts. We're going to have a guest next week. Yep. Uh, Mia's mini- reviews on twitter she's going to be joining us i believe she's out on northwest corner but um she was supposed to join us a couple weeks ago but unfortunately things fell through so now we're excited to finally get her and she is chomping at the bit to talk about fantastic beasts all right so we'll be discussing that i'll i'll see creed 2 matt see whichever you want you want but i think fantastic beasts might be good because we'll have that guest sure but whatever you think and then there's a ton of stuff on streaming that we have to catch up with so we'll see how that all shakes out so that's going to be the big show for this week. So we are going to take an extended break and we'll see y'all soon. Hey, wait! Help us out over here! Ah!